0: Hello friends,
1: I'm Rebecca,
0: and I'm Kenton,
1: this is Rewild University's Unleash Your Life podcast.
0: Oh, tomorrow is tomorrow, until we get there, then it's today. And today is today, until it's over, and then it's yesterday, but no matter, oh no matter, oh no matter when it is, it is always, it is always, it is always today. Oh, um, um.
1: Hey, uh, hello?
0: Pardon me, Canton. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, you're singing again. Oh yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I love singing. I gotta say, it's it's getting better than the last time I caught you singing by yourself. But
0: really, I'm
1: a little curious what you are singing.
0: Oh, don't you remember that song? It's, it's the I, Tomorrow song.
1: It's somewhere in my subconscious. It sounds familiar.
0: <gasps> One day, Mirabelle, our daughter, sat down and said, "What's tomorrow?" And it gave me a flashback. <laughs> back into my own youth, hmm. I have this vivid memory. I don't know how old I was, three or four or five. I'm sorry.
1: I think we need a cool sound effect for that.
0: I already did one. <laughs> I
1: don't know if that's as cool as I thought it was going to be. That was
0: super be. cool. Everybody's going, can't he do it again? <laughs>
1: yeah, you're like one of those people that can do that really awesome kind of whatever stuff. Yeah. with it. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It just...
0: I'm looking out this window. How long did you say? My parents' room. Three or four or
1: five or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You're looking out the window.
0: And somebody had said something about tomorrow or yesterday. I guess it's not that vivid of a memory. But I sat there (laughs) trying to figure out what the heck that was that they were talking about. You actually remember that? Yeah. Mirabelle had the same. Both of the girls,
1: we have two girls, Mirabelle and Liliana, they're three years apart, Lily's the youngest, they both would always mix up Tomorrow and Yesterday.
0: And when Mirabelle asked, what is this stuff? Well, gosh, how do you explain Tomorrow or Yesterday? That's why I made up the song, because it explains that, well, hopefully, in a roundabout (laughs) sing-song way, it explains that Tomorrow and Yesterday are these things, but it's... Never really tomorrow or yesterday. It's always today, no matter what.
1: I think that's the complicated part Uh, for a child, because think about it from their perspective. Most kids I meet uh, of a certain age, as you get older, it tends to disappear, but most kids... They're right here. They're our present moment, here and now.
0: Yes. Life
1: is going on right now. Why are we talking about what happened yesterday or what's going to happen tomorrow? We are talking about we're living right now.
0: And At that certain age, we get to see, wow, this tomorrow and yesterday, these are these weird concepts. That's
1: exactly the word I was going to use, weird.
0: You have to explain. Now, it seems totally normal to us as adults. Of course. And It's one of those lovely things that, oh, Alan Watts, I was reading a book of his yesterday that we're going to quote later on the wisdom of insecurity, but he was basically saying there's all these things that we as adults know and Mm -hmm. say, yeah, I understand that. But if we're really asked to stop and say, well, what is that? Um, Oh, uh, yeah. So we
1: mostly, we can't really explain what it is at the heart of it, but we kind of know that that's what everybody does, right? right. We know it because we kind of do it, but we don't know why we do it.
0: Go ahead. It's this whole set of concepts about life that we accept. But we've never really examined. We just kind of just accept it.
1: Okay, so yes, and along those same lines, what you're talking about with the tomorrow, yesterday, today, kids are here and now. I feel like, oh, I'm guilty of this, but adults are kind of reversed. It's like a flip-flop. Here, oh. like anything but here and now.
0: In general, that is really true. In fact, there's a great recent study.
1: Oh, you and your studies. I know. <laughs> I
0: love studies. This was Matthew A. Killingsworth and Daniel T. Gilbert out of Harvard University. They created an app, and you can actually go get this app for yourself. It's called Track Your Happiness at trackyourhappiness.org. Unfortunately, it's only for iPhones. Mm. But this is what they used, and I think they had about 2,500 people initially in this study. And it gets you to start to report in on whether your present moment throughout the day okay and basically they figured out that 46.9 percent of the time we were off in la la land we adults are off thinking about
1: okay wait wait whoa, 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 i'm else. sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry that's almost 50 percent of the time
0: so half your life essentially is spent okay wait Often I'm sorry, day-giving. half
1: your waking life because we spend a number of hours in sleep, at least hopefully we do. So that's not even half your life. That's Gosh. less than that, it seems like. So we
0: spend all this time trying to prolong our lives when in reality we're missing out on most of our lives. We could gain a lot of life Whoa. if we would just become present moment. Okay, wait, are these your notes right
1: here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I read this? Yeah. Okay, it's a this... quote. This is by what? Killingsworth? This One of Killingsworth. The... Okay. How often our minds leave the present and where they tend to go is a better predictor of our happiness than the activities in which we are engaged.
0: Think so about that. How for often a our
1: minds leave the present and where they're going, happy not happy past future is a better predictor of happiness than what we're doing.
0: That is at the a moment. radical thing to say and she's backing it up with, with science. But it's radical because we go through our life trying to get to that next good place or good experience that we think will bring us happiness. But the truth is, that is not where happiness lies.
1: Whoa, I'm starting to get like that wah thing where I have my hands at my temple hey, and my eyes are barking out. That is a cool sound out. effect too. Just do it again. Please, Please. <laughs> wah. No, because doesn't it blow your mind that as grown-ups, quote cool grown-ups, we are trading this moment, this present moment of life, we're trading life for something in the future. Yes. That, that, okay, listen, 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 that <laughs> when we get to that moment that we think, oh, it's going to be so wonderful, we'll be doing the same thing.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the key because being able to be present moment is a skill that we have to develop.
1: Okay. Why don't they teach this in school?
0: Uh, I don't know, because we all grow up totally duped into thinking that happiness is in that direction when it's actually in the polar opposite direction, basically. So this skill, to develop this skill of being present moment, if we don't develop it, it doesn't matter what future you get to.
1: Wow, this is very intense.
0: You can win the lottery, you can go to the beach, you can, wherever you go, right? you're going to bring along your inability to be present moment and enjoy where you actually are with you Yes. you develop that skill.
1: Okay. So this is a skill we can build. So wait, 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 wait. Then I can put out the little flag, ta-da! Okay. There's hope.
0: There because is hope.
1: Because if it's a skill, we can learn it and we can become better at it. We can actually do something about it. Right?
0: Yes. This isn't
1: like how they used to think of genetics where it's like, well, I'm sorry you're going to go bald when you're 16. Nothing you can do about it. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was an old view. This, this we can change though, right? This, This,
0: this we can change. So
1: the idea of trade this for a better future or get out of the past for heaven's sake, right? Like let's get our minds out of the past and what this happened and that happened. Oh my gosh. That, those are old ideas too. Right. So we teach ourselves this skill. Okay. I want to hear this Alan Watts quote.
0: Oh, Alan. Yeah. For most human beings, the past and future are not as real but more real than the present
1: moment for most human beings the past and future are not as real they're more real
0: think about that that's really a keen observation because the present moment for most of us it's something that we're passing by (sighs) we're shunting aside in order to get to the the important important things which lie in the future
1: but i do that
0: well you know what we I'm not going to say we all do that because, as we know, there may be the Zen Jedi, Jedi mas- masters. Again,
1: if you are one, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said this
0: before. Why do you want them to contact us? I
1: don't know. Would it be cool if we could get their autograph or oh, something? Show
0: us their lightsaber. And- I don't know. Lightsabers would be great for do- chopping wood.
1: Whoa. I don't know. They'd probably be cool for lots of things. Like but You
0: could use it for so many you could things.
1: Do cool ice sculptures.
0: Ice sculptures? Anyway,
1: I'm sorry. I just, I think it would be so cool. And I just like the brown robes for some reason. But anyway, (laughs) maybe they'd be brown and, well, who knows? But anyway, off topic. So wait a second. If we flip it around, then what, what we're really hearing is this present moment is the most important thing. It's almost as though we are treating this present moment as an obstacle. Get out of my way. And I think I was reading in, like, Eckhart Tolle or something, he was saying, if we're treating the present moment like an obstacle, just to be, get out of my way, I got to get to this next thing, we are literally treating life that way. That's Mm -hmm. our relationship with life. Get out of my way, I got to try to get to this next thing. No wonder why so many people are unhappy. Oh my gosh. Right?
0: And I think it's just, it's getting more and more intense. It's getting worse and worse. More and more of our technology directs us outward into this constant distraction. And the more we buy into that and use that technology, especially if we're not doing it mindfully, mm. we continually develop the skill of being in future and in past. Right. And we negate or neglect the skill of being in the present.
1: Wow. Thinking about this, we're talking about the present is really where life happens. It's the only place we are. Even if we are contemplating the past or we're worried about the future, we're only doing that in the present moment. That's where life happens. This is a lot like many wisdom cultures have, their message, those traditions, really old traditions, which are talking about the present moment. Yes. Yeah.
0: Not getting lost, seduced into that past and future. Yeah, definitely. It's a it's a message from wisdom cultures. And yeah, go ahead. Okay,
1: I'm raising my hand. I know you can't see me out there, but I'm raising my hand right now. I have a question. And I'm kind of, I feel a little like, I don't know, embarrassed or ashamed or something <laughs> to ask this, but... I'm just going to throw it out there because maybe some of you out there who are listening are thinking the same thing. What about supper? (laughs) What about retirement? What about the trip we have planned next week? How am I supposed to live if I don't think about the future or I don't learn from my past mistakes? That's a
0: great question. What gives? Because it's important to understand that this is not about not being able to interact with those concepts of past and future. We want to be able to learn from the past and to plan supper tonight and plan for retirement and plan for that whatever tomorrow. I remember having a realization that kind of smacked into me at one point when I suddenly realized that you cannot help it. You're always in the present moment. Hmm. I can think of tomorrow, but the only place I'm thinking of tomorrow is right now. So this is not about not using those concepts, but understanding that they're concepts and not getting lost in them not believing that they're real, Mm. using them as a tool and training our mind to be primarily present and then to use those concepts sparingly, intelligently, wisely in order to plan or learn from the past. Ideally, most of my day would be in the present moment, 99% of the time when I need to think about tomorrow and the details of how we're going to do such and such. I would think about that for three or four minutes, as long as it takes me to figure it out, then my mind would come back to the present. But for most of us, it's not like that. Our mind will spend hours going over minute details, okay. round in circles, so blah I, blah blah. As
1: you were talking, I was thinking about this, and what came to my mind was, whenever I have something that I'm maybe nervous about in the future, I like to say to myself, "But you may never get to tomorrow." Oh yeah. Okay, and then what always follows it is and it may not look like what you think it's going to look like. <laughs> yeah. Right? Life doesn't always happen. I can't tell you the number of times. I mean, back me up here that we've had something and then all of a sudden oh, for whatever goodness. reason, oh, we're not going to make it today or this isn't going to happen. And it's, it's like, oh, wow, why did I spend all day yesterday <laughs> worried about this? And it's not even going to happen. So I just have to jump in there and say, it, totally, we are always do- storytelling in our brains for this imagined future or hashing over the past. And then right here, as life is happening, we're not even present for it.
0: I feel like we get to see it in the forest monks a lot because in the woods, life becomes much more present moment. Oh, yeah. But they've brought the habits of thinking and worrying about the future. And so someone will spend all day worrying about tomorrow and what they're going to do. And then it ends up, there's a storm and it's pouring and everything that Mm. they thought about, worried about and planned... It's completely negated. Right.
1: I mean, you can't argue with rain. There it is. Right. When you're living outside, <laughs> rain is real at that moment.
0: Of course, in our modern lives, we've managed to insulate ourselves a little bit more and to create a more predictable life. But still, the reality is that people don't behave the way we want. The world doesn't. <laughs> Can we behave repeat the way we that? All kinds of things happen that we just are not right. Absolutely. Our expected. Even our desires, our thoughts oh. about something shift and change.
1: Very true. So, you're telling me that if we learn to build that skill of being in the present and we strengthen that in Mm -hmm. us, we practice it, we notice when we're there or when we're not there, that we are going to be happier.
0: Killingsworth said it right there. He said that is a better predictor of happiness. Not just happiness, but think about it. If you are present moment for a task, cooking a meal, let's say, you're going to be more skilled. Mm. You're going to have less accidents. You're not going to tend to burn the, the meal because your mind is off.
1: Definitely <laughs> see that. Right? Right. Trying to vacuum while I'm also answering
0: emails. So our doing mind, the mind that's obsessed with future is going to say, uh, I can't be present moment because I've got a lot to do and I've got to get stuff done.
1: <laughs> get but her the done.
0: Truth is, you are way more productive if you're actually doing the thing you're doing.
1: Right, because isn't there something out there where it's? I've heard it said that you truly can't actually multitask. You're always just doing one thing at a time, or just right. switching back and forth really quickly. That's, even though it might seem that's in the
0: neuroscience. Yeah, and there's a cost you know,
1: a a few seconds, actually
0: much longer than we think, a a mental cost of time and energy that happens every time we switch.
1: I love that thought of being present and thinking about the meal, being present for cooking a really good meal. You're not going to burn certain things or undercook something or overcook something or, oops, did I add the salt or didn't I add the salt? But my favorite thing when I think about that is the analogy for relationships with people because Mm. if we're present, with our relationships, then we aren't gonna end up with a half-cooked, half-burned, over-salted, under-seasoned relationship.
0: Yes, so important. It's vital in relationships. And so often you see it missing a married couple, they've been together for 10 years. It's so easy to take each other for granted, Mm -hmm. to not look at each other, pay attention to each other, listen to each other, love each other. Right. But if we can do that, that relationship is essentially ever-fresh, I want to give a secret Jedi mind trick here.
1: Ooh, do we get a cool sound effect for that, too?
0: Yuck. Don't we have a lightsaber somewhere?
1: Whoa, how did you do that? Well, I just so happen to have a lightsaber here in my pocket in case we needed a cool lightsaber what? sound effect. <laughs> I'm learning from you. I'm learning from the best.
0: <laughs> so this Jedi mind trick comes because our mind and this is very important to notice, our mind likes to divide things up. So I am cooking a meal and I'm trying to be present moment with the meal. And then Mirabelle comes in and says, Daddy, right. (laughs) And then the dog starts chewing on somebody's shoe (laughs) over there. I cannot be present moment. Mm -hmm. My mind that loves to divide the world is caught in I've got to pay attention to the food. At the same time, I'm trying to pay attention mm. to my daughter and tell the dog to... It goes crazy. But here's the Jedi mind trick. You can switch this up. Oh and... Wow, I'm listening. Cool. They should have been able to see that. I, you, in. Just did. You I was hunkered like, in. You just hunkered in, Is that we can just as easily perceive that as one unfolding. This is something I figured out about 10, 15 years ago. And it's helped me so much in... Intense or chaotic situation. So instead of dividing it into food, Mirabelle, dog, mm. it all becomes one unfolding situation, like
1: a symphony,
0: like a symphony of
1: different instruments playing different notes that's, at the same time. That's I exactly
0: it. it. You can wow. choose to say, "I'm listening to the symphony," or you can choose to say. I am listening to a trombone, a trumpet, a violin, a viola, a cello.
1: Whoa, no wonder why we just get blasted.
0: Our brains are just like... So half of the chaos in our life, the out-of-controlness, the stress, comes not from the actual situation that we're in, but from our mind's tendency to divide it up And then to try to deal with those divisions that we've created.
1: Right. So like, excuse me, but I am trying to be present moment while I do this one thing. When in actuality, there isn't ever really one thing. It's all these different things dancing and swirling together.
0: Yeah. And it is pretty Jedi. I mean, this is pretty deep. Okay. This
1: is like upper level here. Right.
0: But it's something that we can realize that can happen to us over time.
1: Right. Absolutely. So the more we strengthen and build this skill... Are we going to talk about how we do this? How yes. we become present? We're going to, as
0: always, we're going to give some action points here, but the basic solution, in most simple terms, is that we have to retrain our minds.
1: <gasps> Train your brain. Retrain your brain.
0: Train our brain. Realize that it has been actively trained to mm. be off in la la land, future, a lot, right? anywhere but present, and we're just drawing it back into the present. Again, we don't have to punish ourselves for thinking of future or past, but we're trying to develop mindfulness and awareness of where our mind is, what it's dwelling on, what it's focused on.
1: I have a little something to say that I just thought of. <laughs> the present
0: is a present.
1: Oh, I love it. And I know a people gift. have played on words with that before, but it's a great thing to think. If you could just tell yourself that once a day, the present is a present.
0: Mm, that's beautiful. And it is. In this present moment, like you said, this is where life is happening. All the stuff that we otherwise are working for and striving for, it's happening right now.
1: Okay, I have one more thing. No, I always have one more thing. This isn't the last thing. This is just another thing. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine you're at work and it's been kind of the same every day. La, 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 in, day out, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, the fire alarm goes off, the sprinkler system goes off, and everybody is trying to get down the stairs in an orderly fashion, and everyone's out on the lawn, and it's raining. (laughs) Whoa. Those are the moments that we remember. Yeah. And a lot of times, whether it's positive or negative, we look back, and it isn't the endless days that were all the same. It's the moment that we were present. Mm -hmm. It's the moment where we, we couldn't help but be present. It could be the same thing. You come home and all of a sudden, voila, someone has vacuumed your home. There's a meal ready. And you're thinking, what?
0: This doesn't
1: (laughs) usually happen. You remember that because you have become instantly present.
0: Mm -hmm. And there's another gem in what you said. Because the day in and day out stuff that's so boring, whether Mm. it's our relationship or our work, it's actually not boring. Right. It's boring inside our heads because we have ceased to see the present moment.
1: Yes, oh, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. So
0: every moment is a fire alarm. Every moment is coming home to that amazing cleaned house and cooked meal. If we can immerse ourselves strongly enough into mindfulness.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yay, yay, yay. I'm so glad you brought that up and tied it all together because I wanted to bring that up. Mm. That each moment of life could be as delicious and incredible as those moments that stand out right yeah and it, not every moment of our life has to be this huge action-packed adventure thing but if we're present for it it becomes something that we can treasure and cherish and we are there for it
0: there's juiciness in almost every part of our life it makes me think about stress because stress is almost always tied to past or future mm. thoughts yes If we pay attention to what's actually happening in the present, I'm thinking when I had my shoulder surgery and I was trying to go through the pain just with meditation and no drugs, if I was right there in the present moment with the pain, it's actually not that bad. When I think, oh my gosh, I've got to endure this now for days and weeks and oh," but the actual experience right there is not as stressful or bad when we're immersed in the present moment. When we come into presentness, into nowness, it changes our entire experience of life. Whether we're eating the yummiest food in the mm. world or we're experiencing some pretty intense pain, whatever it is, the bad things are not as bad and the good things are better.
1: Wow. The wow of now. <laughs> i know that's kind of dorky but it just it. came out wow i had to say it i could not
0: say it, it makes me think of uh was when we did the passive outflow mm-hmm. we should have said something about like you can develop massive passive outflow
1: massive passive outflow i don't know why we didn't think of that oh i don't know we could go back and add it in if we wanted to that's okay you're hearing it now <laughs> well all right so i think it's time for us to talk about our sponsor. Oh, yeah. And then we can move on after that, like we always do, to the action points, because this is really exciting. Even if we can just spend some of our time, right? I mean, think about that. 46.9% of our waking hours in mind wandering. Let's just knock 5% off of there, or 10%.
0: And how much life do we gain? How much happiness? How much productiveness? Oh, my goodness. Whoa, less... Accidents and things falling apart because we're mindful and right. aware.
1: More connection on a deeper level. More savoring of everything that's happening to us. Of all the little things as well as the big things.
0: Okay, our sponsor. Woohoo! Our thanks goes today to our friends at Northwinds Wilderness School.
1: <laughs> We've talked about them a few times before. They're sort of a sister school to us. And they teach survival skills. All sorts of very yummy and interesting classes.
0: And today I just want to focus on their YouTube channel. You can find it if you just actually on YouTube just type in North Winds Wilderness School. He has a ton of great content on there. What I really like is that he covers such a diversity of things. It's kind of like the Rewild You channel in that way.
1: Yeah well he talks more recently about health and rewilding, letting things go, but then you have knife skills and stories. I think there's one about a flying squirrel Oh my squirrel gosh, he there. told me
0: that story in person. So it was really cool to see it on on video for him when he's basically attacked by a flying squirrel. I cannot
1: imagine. I have like, images of that that are not so pretty. You don't think of flying squirrels as very dangerous, but I bet they could do some damage.
0: And it's one of my go-to YouTube channels if there's some skills that I need to brush up on. yeah. He's just, he's so good with so many of those skills that I can go and I can watch that and I can learn stuff that I can practice and then share with students. So it's just invaluable what he does and what he offers.
1: Yeah, Northwinds Wilderness School, if you haven't had a chance yet to check them out, please do so. Of course, this would not be a podcast without all of you out there who support us as our patrons on Patreon or through PayPal. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Literally, this would not be here without you. No,
1: we are not just being all sweet like, oh, we couldn't do this without you. It's totally, we cannot do this without you.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a huge part of our income to make this school a reality is that support.
1: We love the ability to be able to create this content that we can share out in the world and we don't have to charge people for it. So thank you a zillion, zillion times. If you are feeling like now is the time and you want to support us financially as well, please feel free just to go straight to our website, rewildyou.com. And there is information right on the front page about how you could become a patron.
0: You know what? We should plug another very special person. And we should. She's not exactly a
1: sponsor, but no, she's pretty awesome. She's
0: actually part of what people are supporting. This is true. Through Patreon and PayPal when they become a patron of ours.
1: Yes, you are supporting. By supporting us, you are also supporting Mirabelle, who is our oldest daughter, and she has just started her own YouTube channel. It's called Mirabelle Meets Life, and she is very, very excited to share with all of you everything that she's learning as a growing young person, nature skills, emotional work, science, cooking, all the things that she thinks are interesting she wants to share with you.
0: I think you'll really get a kick out of it. It's for kids and adults and you'll probably learn a lot too because she has remarkable insight for an eight-year-old girl.
1: Yeah, I learn a lot from her on a daily basis.
0: (laughs) I should quick maybe say that we have a couple openings in the forest monk program this year left because we had somebody that couldn't make it if you have always wanted to try the forest monk program to experience what it's like to live out in the woods and have a complete life reshaping this might be the year
1: yeah definitely talk to us it would be wonderful to see you Well, it's time to unleash your life, and here are the action
0: points
1: (laughs) (laughs) for this week's podcast.
0: This first one, which I call the doorway pause, when I first... Pause
1: as in P-A-U-S-E? Or like a
0: doggy or a kitty pause? Doggy pause. No, this is pause as in stop. Okay. And when I first started doing this, it leveled me up. It was an amazing practice.
1: I remember, Do you remember this. Do remember this? Very much so, yeah. because you said, Becca, you should try this. And I went, well. Oh, yeah. And then I tried it. I was so frustrated to begin <laughs> with, but it got better.
0: So you use doorways. You could use something else, but doorways tend to be present in a lot of our lives, and there's a fair amount of them. Every time you walk through a doorway, you stop and you pause for at least one breath. A nice long in and a nice long out. And you tune in to your present experience of being. Where your mind is, what's going on, what feelings you're having. If you are rushing downstairs because you remembered that you left the pan on the stove and now you smell smoke. You know what? That 10 seconds of pause is not going to make a difference usually. I'm asking people to stop every time you walk through a doorway. Usually it's not going to be as extreme as something burning, but...
1: So I got to jump in here. Or mine is
0: going to say, oh, no, I don't have time.
1: I got to jump in here and say, having done this experiment before, it is very useful. And if you are like me, you might be thinking, That is going to drive me into my grave (laughs) if I have to do that every single time. So what I did to start with, baby steps, right, build the skill, is I said, okay, I'm going to set a timer on my phone or on my oven or wherever I happen to be, and I'm going to do this for the next two hours.
0: So that's nice. And
1: then I'm going to take a break from it. Or I might say I'm going to do half hour this morning, and then I know I can't, I can't commit to it. For the afternoon but i'm gonna do a half hour in the evening again you can start small and still reap the benefits of this
0: it's great to have a timeline on it like that the first time i did it i did it for one day and then decided if i would renew it the next day but you could easily do that with a couple hours like you said but having a timeline on it doesn't make you feel like okay i have to do this for the rest of my life just yes. right now i'm gonna stop pause breathe, right. tune in. Okay, so number two is? It's the one breath meditation. One breath meditation, w- what do you mean? similar. Meditation, we all know, you probably know, <laughs> is really good for us. It brings us present moment. It has about five gazillion benefits wow. to our health. Is that
1: like technical?
0: Yeah, pretty technical. <laughs> <laughs> but the one breath meditation is a great way to get started in meditation. Or even if you're a seasoned meditator, to bring it more present moment into your daily life. All you do is whenever you decide you want to meditate, and it could be because it's only going to take one breath. It can be just before you start the car in the morning to go off to work. Mm. It can be after you kiss your daughter or your son goodbye to school, whatever it's going to be. You stop. You take one breath. (sighs) Yeah, one breath. And during that breath, we're gonna pay attention to the sensation of that breath. Your chest expanding, the air going in and out through your nose, pick one sensation you're gonna tie your attention to. And only hold yourself to one breath. Now, the magic of the one breath meditation is that after that, you're welcome to do it for one more breath if you want, but only hold yourself to that one breath.
1: Oh, the magic is that when you do one, it feels so good. It feels so
0: good. It hasn't instant effect on our physiology. Oh, it's when amazing. Take...
1: It's like a little mini massage oh, happened yeah. or something.
0: Mm. And your one breath meditation may turn into a 5, 10, 20 minute meditation. It may just be the 15 seconds that it takes to have one breath. doesn't matter either way. The key is that you only hold yourself to that one single breath. It's a great way to develop a meditative practice again or to phase it into more of your regular life.
1: Mm, I love it.
0: Find just any excuse to take one breath.
1: Okay, the next one. I, what do you want to call this next action? <sighs> action point number three is...
0: The getting uncomfortable yeah. so you get present moment Slash action point.
1: cold <laughs> shower, walk in the rain, something like that yeah. action point.
0: It's choosing something during your day that's going to take you out of your comfort zone. And often that brings us into our present moment. Cold shower is a perfect example.
1: Well, uh, that has been working for me. And what I notice when I get in the cold shower, it's kind of neat. It's two things. The first thing I notice is, wow, this is cold, but I feel alive. (laughs) And the second thing is, okay, how long should I stay in? Is it time for me to get out? When do I get out? Am I going to be cold when I get out? Am I going to be more? So what's cool is that I am both present moment, but I also see that habitual pattern of future and, yeah. and how I get sucked into not being present so it's kind of a fun dance but it could be anything it doesn't necessarily have to be a cold shower it could be walking out in the rain without an umbrella obviously getting wet <laughs> yeah. it could be eating a spicy food and not just immediately jumping for that glass of water or a little bit of bread or something to tone it down and, and being there with the aliveness of that moment
0: Beautiful. The next one is one mindful task.
1: One mindful
0: task. And You can choose whatever it is. Let's say I'm washing the dishes. And I'm going to say, during this moment, I'm going to try to be present. Mm. To feel the water, the soap suds, the dish, the textures, smell, to be there, present with my senses.
1: I know what my mindful task is going to be.
0: Oh, okay. Go ahead.
1: I'm going to eat a square of chocolate.
0: Yeah, doesn't eating that sound awesome? We I used to do that when I'd uh, do mindfulness retreats. Yeah,
1: yeah, workshops. Yes.
0: So, eating a piece of chocolate and just savoring it, letting it melt on your tongue, eating this meal that mm. we're about to have mindfully, drinking a glass of tea.
1: How about having a conversation? with someone knowing that you're going to go speak to someone about something or listening to your child or spouse or partner tell you about their day. This is the one mindful task. I'm going to be a mindful listener.
0: It's kind of important that it has a foreseeable end because (laughs) we have trouble holding on to the mindfulness. This is kind of the trick we're using with one breath meditation and these other concepts we have trouble holding on to the mindfulness when we imagine that we have to hold on to it for a long time right. we fail to see that it's there's only this moment if we imagine that it's going to be a really long thing then our mind's going to tend to go off and wander but if our task is going to last a minute, 2 minutes, 3 minutes we might be able to find ourselves present moment for it we're going to strengthen that muscle
1: absolutely as we build that skill it'll be able to get longer and longer yeah woohoo and, of course, last action point is always stay on your rewilding journey.
0: So important, at least in our view, because rewilding just touches on all of these things. Now, rewilding asks us to look at our our fitness, at our mindfulness, at what we eat, at how much we engage with other people.
1: What we think of the world, what are our beliefs at the moment, and do they serve us?
0: Yeah. And all these things benefit from being present moment. And they're tied in with being present moment. Without that presence, we're lost. We're off in another world. It's hard to really make great progress in any area of our life or great transformation or change.
1: Wow, this is powerful stuff. Well, of course, as always, we want to hear from you about your thoughts about this, about what you've noticed, and tell us what works for you that helps you get present moment. Share with us, and that's sharing with others, and then we can continue this dialogue about the wow of now.
0: (laughs) You can leave comments on the page on our website for this. You can write to us. Pretty please, leave reviews on iTunes so that this gets out there more were and more people can hear about it. Were you
1: actually batting your eyelashes when you said that? Yeah, Wasn't pretty I cute? please, you were adorable. <laughs> if you could see his adorable face, you would totally go re- leave a review right after. Some this.
0: people will have some beautiful reviews. You know who you are. Thank you yes, so much.
1: Thank you, thank you, kind souls.
0: And I know we already thanked them, but I just wanted to give one more thanks and just so much gratitude to all of our patrons who make this possible.
1: We are so grateful for you, and we are grateful to you, our listeners, because this is so exciting to get to talk and share this with you.
0: Connect with us. We love you.
1: Okay, so will you teach me that song now?
0: Oh, tomorrow is tomorrow tomorrow. Until we get get there there, Then it's it's today today. Oh, yeah And today Today, is today. today Until it's over, and then it's it's yesterday. yesterday. Oh, yeah. No matter. Oh, no matter. Oh, no matter. When it is. It is always. It is always. It is always today. Oh, high five.